0: Wow, what an opportunity. Every one of us as entrepreneurs wants to make a huge difference. But the way we can make a huge difference is differentiate ourselves from the rest of the marketplace. Oh, (laughs) that's not that easy. You know, how do we rise above? You know, we hear branding, thought leadership, all these things that we should be doing. And if we do it, we really accelerate our success. But you know what? Most of us aren't that effective. Well, today I have a remarkable entrepreneur. I mean, just a super individual. And she is going to lead us through exactly what you need to do, I need to do to really stand out in the marketplace so that we can serve the right clients well, right customers, and do well by doing good. I'm John Bowen. You are at AES Nation, all about accelerating success. Stay tuned for this remarkable, talented individual who is a fellow entrepreneur but an expert in branding and thought leadership. You don't want to miss this. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar, Beyond your dreams. Nation. This is exciting. Vicki, I am so excited to have you. Vicki Sullivan, she is one of the top branding thought leadership experts. She's been doing it since 1987. She's in uh, Joe Polish's mastermind group with me, and everybody's looking at her for these you know, really strategies and there's so many successful people there Vicki so first of all I, you know, I know you advise everything from astronauts to best-selling authors to really powerful companies and I wanted to grab you and have yeah you know, we just met and I wanted to share you with our audience so first of all thank you for joining us
1: hey thanks for having me I really appreciate the invite
0: well, and you know what I'd like to do, Vicki, is one of the things I like to do is always start with kind of the backstory a bit, because, you know, there's no question you're going to add so much value for, you know, really our audience. But what I want to do is, you know, how did you get to this place? Because you don't wake up as a, a young girl and say, I am going to be the <laughs> thought leader expert in the world. how did this all come about?
1: You know, I consider this a fabulous accident is 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 really what happened I um I was in politics in a previous life I was a registered lobbyist for uh, a, a particular concern and so I was always deconstructing an idea or a position and then repackaging it for different groups so to one group I'd say one thing and to another group I'd say another thing and I wasn't lying I was just choosing my details right and so I did that for several years and I and I got a little burned out and I thought, well now I'm gonna have to go flip burgers. right? So I happened to answer an ad in a trade journal to promote a professional speaker. And I thought, you know what? I'll do that until I find a real job. I did that and within a week, I had fallen in love with speakers. They were such nice people. They were trying to do good in the world and they needed me. Let me tell you, they needed me. So within three weeks, I had created a full-time position for myself. I had three speakers in my stable, and I started being an agent for speakers. And one thing that was really my claim to fame, what got all the bookings and all that, was positioning their ideas, making them different than all the other speakers that the buyers had. So I studied the marketplace for, for several years and said, hey, there's some patterns here. There's some ways that people choose who to believe and who not to believe. And so I opened up the strategy and branding division back in the nineties, early nineties. And at that point it was all over about the shouting.
0: No, well, I'll tell you, you know, Vicki, this is, it's just so powerful. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, I see over and over again is the value created and, in, and, in, you know super training you know doing the political side because uh, there's nothing harder knife fighting <laughs> in politics and so on and differentiating yeah. and so often there aren't you know clear differences and yep. uh, you know certainly a, in the past we weren't quite as polarized as we are today
1: exactly
0: but, but w- one of the things that you know when i look at this and you know, as a business owner and I've had multiple businesses and I'm gonna, I'm a little biased. So I'm going to share the bias Um uh, My second book I wrote, it was in the industry. I was in financial services at that time. And somebody picked it up in another country, read it, called me up. And my two partners and I, he made an unsolicited offer. We didn't have the firm ready to sell or anything. He said, yeah. I'll pay you $25 million for it. <laughs> and so Vicki... I am one of the biggest. That is a clue. That is
1: a clue. I (laughs) I just
0: want everybody to pay attention to how valuable this stuff is. I mean, this is really, to me, it's particularly now with the internet and everything going on, there's so much noise out there. Exactly. So so let's go kind of start for a second. What I find that my fellow entrepreneurs, myself too, yeah, you know, we're seeing people who are not as talented as we are. You know, at least in our own mind, not yeah. as talented, and they are. You know, they're really considered visionaries. Yeah. You know, they're 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 thought leaders. They're getting mm-hmm. disproportionate amount of business. How come it's not me? I talked to my wife about this. I can still remember before I did do the thought leadership stuff. You know, yeah, I'm getting so frustrated. And she said, "John, turn off the TV. Don't look at the. You know, listen to the radio when we're driving to the financial guys. You know, don't read that book. You know, type thing." And and I and I met somebody at the time, Vicky, like you, who said, "John, stop being frustrated. Go do it." And boy, it changed my life. But you know, how do you do that? Because you know, this is something I know. You know, our you know our audience this is, as entrepreneurs, we struggle with because we're so busy doing everything. You know, how exactly. do we make time?
1: Well, first off, you need to come at this strategically. All right. Too many entrepreneurs wing stuff. And this is something you got to be mindful about.
0: I mean, we don't just hire somebody to write the book for us and then we're done.
1: Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a business card, then that looks like a book, then that's perfect. Okay, that's perfect. But if you want to be seen as a thought leader, you need to be strategic about it, and you need to be mindful of what's going on around you. And the reason why lesser people are more popular is one of two reasons. Either one, they are very, very clear, and people know what to do with them. They're like, okay, I know what I can do with this. And sometimes entrepreneurs know a little bit too much. Right. And so they in their, in the spirit of education or in the spirit of helping will just overload the marketplace. And it's like drinking from a fire hose. You know, the market's like, what? I, I, this is brilliance, but I don't know what to do with it. So so you got to have some clarity. But on the other hand, some people get so clear that they're boring. All right. So you got to be compelling. There's got to be a sense of seduction to it. So you can't just put your stuff out there and get real clear, build it and they will come. It's not like that anymore. Thank you, Internet. Right. Now you've got to be strategic. Now you've got to be clear and compelling.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I mean, I see it over and over again that, you know, it's not that hard to create content with the Internet. So that's the positive thing. Right. But, you know, we want to differentiate ourselves and, you know, just being another talking head or, you know, sending out an e-book. I mean, you know, people aren't reading anymore anyways. You know, sending out the 700-page book is just not going to do it type thing. It's not going to oh, position absolutely. you.
1: absolutely. Between social media and just the Internet at large, we no longer lack opportunity. You know, back in the, in the good old days, it was about getting in. There's no more getting in. Now it's how do you rise above the noise. That's the big challenge now.
0: So, Vicki, you know, where do we start if we're going to be strategic? I mean, this is one of the big challenges. You know, we all have different businesses. We think we're unique. We we know that we deliver a lot of value and we really want to make a difference. Uh, you know, in our enlightened self-interest, we want to get more clients that we can serve so we can be more successful and you know, have our team, all the stakeholders be more successful. Uh-huh. But we and we know the value of you know becoming more prominent. I mean, we can look around. I mean, the world loves celebrities and so on. You know, how do we how do we become strategic because you know, I got I got this day job running my business type sure. thing, How how well, do we do it?
1: Well, the great thing about entrepreneurs is they they know more about what's going on around them. All right? The bad news about entrepreneurs is that sometimes, and I say this in the nicest of ways, y'all are a little bit delusional. Okay? You can't say your your service or your product is better quality or better service and think that's enough. Okay. So one of the things that I have to do with entrepreneurs is I have to, to explain to them that from a marketplace perspective, from a you know, from a differentiation perspective perspective you can't just say well we have better customer service or our product is just better you know our product is superior you know anyone can say that so you're gonna have to get you have to drill down a little bit and you have to look at what is that one thing you have to start with the what before you start putting pretty words around stuff you know and well a lot cause, of-
0: i mean we all want i mean one of the things we can do and with your great southern accent and being from new york myself and living on <laughs> california now we can all pretty much embellish things i mean it's yeah, not hard yeah. to do that a little, add a little we're not talking about lying but adding color but exactly. you know but here what we're we're really talking about and i think this is so important because uh, yeah, we do. We do a lot of research where we're in the financial services industry and related professionals, the accountants and attorneys. And then with the affluent all the way up to the super rich 500 million and more. And when we talk to the business owners, the fellow entrepreneurs, I got to tell you, the number one thing they tell us that differentiates himself is exactly what you said. I mean, this is in rigorous empirical studies. <laughs> Our quality is better than anybody. type know. thing.
1: I know, and I, and I, and I got to tell them, I'm like, you can't spin that, you know? You cannot lead with that. So a, a big part of differentiation in brand strategy is really what do you lead with, okay? And it's not the pretty words. You decide the lead, the underlying theme first, and then you put the pretty words and the messaging and all that around. That's that is the key for entrepreneurs. So when you're in an industry like financial services, when all the services look the same, you gotta have something that people can point to and say, I want me more of, of that. That's when you hook people in.
0: Yeah, and and, and it's and it's really taking the time to figure this out before, you know, what I, I see all the time, you know, fellow entrepreneurs, because I think I've written 18 books now and and I've got a partner who's written 50. He just keeps on outdoing me and, and <laughs> we're big believers in thought leadership, obviously. And it's you know, I gave just one example, but it's so changed my life. It's ridiculous. And I can't imagine not doing it. And that's why I wanted to have Vicky on to help inspire you. But, the, you know, the thing is, OK, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to tell a story. Well, no, we want to really think through kind of what's the end goal we're looking to do
1: exactly. and then
0: how can we differentiate. And, you know, I love the, the one thing. What is the one thing we can do better? than everyone else. And, and the big thing I always find that, you know, I'm gonna call it the embellishment is that personal story around it, because, you know, the story that you have, Vicki, or I have, they're unique to each of us. Nobody else has that, and we can exactly. bring it, you know, enthusiastic, passionately, but th- what is the one thing that the, you know, the client's gonna get from us?
1: Exactly, and that's what we in the industry call the punchline. Because here's what's going on out there. There's a, t- storytelling has caught fire right so everybody loves to tell a story but the problem is from a from a buyer's perspective these stories start sounding the same if you don't have the best punchline so i tell clients all the time there are a thousand punchlines for every story okay you you just got to make sure the right one hits And a lot of times entrepreneurs, like they're like the lone ranger, you know, they they're doing everything on their own. And I have to remind them sometimes that the sharpest knife can't carve its own handle. You know, if you know, it's okay to get help on some of this because a pair of fresh eyes, if they know the marketplace and they know that unconscious comparisons that the buyers make, you can a pair of fresh eyes can find that best punchline, that best underlying theme that will differentiate everything else.
0: Well, and I think this is so important. And, and we actually talked about it at the mastermind group at Joe Polish's Genius Network is, you know, so many of us as entrepreneurs are always looking for the how. How do you do this? And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what I, you know, we're, we're sharing, you know, many of the components of that. But I, I think for successful entrepreneurs like you, what we, what we want to do is, Forget about the how and it's the who, because the fresh eye, I, I consider myself really good at a lot of this stuff, Vicky. I don't do it myself. I always, you'll have a fresh pair of eyes. I yep. mean, the call I had before recording a new, you know, product and service line and, and I've got other people, I mean, I have these ideas and it's like, Oh, we, Oh, there are breakthroughs. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's the one thing. That's how we position it. Exactly. You, you have to, you know, it's hard to do this without a fresh pair of eyes.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and especially if you have somebody that knows the market, you know, cause you, cause they know what to look for. They know what's going to hit. And, and that's the difference between like a writer or a, an agency that's creative and someone who's strategic. Like what I'll notice is people will work with me and then they'll go to the agency for the what I call the spit and polish, right? They'll, they'll polish it up, they'll buff it up to where it shines real pretty. But, but as a strategist, you wanna figure out which what is gonna get you there. You know, and I find that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs really leave money on the table because they don't know their potential. They don't know what the market will give them.
0: Vicky, help me out on the you know, there's got to be a strategic approach to really leveraging this because as entrepreneurs, we get so many opportunities to speak, and you know, and and some do it free with the idea they're getting a lot of value, and others are able to. You know, what I always love, I, I. Getting paid a prospect. To me, that's like, I mean, and I get, you know, I give yeah. speeches. I charge $25,000 a speech. I've done workshops where I've charged $100,000 and I get clients after and I'm going, boy, this is really good. So how, how, yeah. how do you do that? You know, how do you do it so that speaking really works for you as an entrepreneur?
1: Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to get clear on your end game. You know, what do you really want from speaking? And there's no right or wrong answer. You know, some entrepreneurs are like, look, I just want to get my, I just want to raise my profile. Well, if you want to raise your profile, then you have to do more than speak. You want to leverage that speaking opportunity into a relationship with like a media outlet or something like that so you can get ongoing exposure. So, say yeah. for example,
0: well, let's. I want to stop because this is such an important important point. You know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we're so focused on getting things done, we're, I'll call it one and done. Yes. That, you yes. know, we're going to build a relationship and then we're yeah. off. You know, yeah. I, I've been married for 36 years, but I'm going to use a dating analogy. You go <laughs> out for one date and you're off to the next now. Yeah, and yeah. And, boy, in media, this is hard building these relationships. And yeah. if you build them, boy, they can be a you know, great long term. I mean, I've got relationships. I, I've been writing a column in our industry, the financial yeah. services since 1994. I still wow. have a, a great relationship with the editor uh-huh. you know, there. And, you know, I mean, it's just phenomenal.
1: Yep. Yep. And so here's a tip for, that any entrepreneur can do. And I call this packing the house most organizations, unless you're you're speaking to the Fortune 500, most organizations will let you invite a few people. So what you want to do is you want to look at who is, who is out there that's either sitting on the fence, who is out there from a media perspective, who is out there that you really need to solidify your relationship and invite them to the speech. Even if, they say no you're now on their radar you've now have a conversation opener another thing that you can do to pack the house is find the key influencers of that group and ask them for a couple of tips or or interview them as part of your speech now what you're doing is you're sharing the spotlight so those people are going to attend, and because they're attending, other people are going to attend. And now it looks like you're the cool kid on the block.
0: I gotta tell you, Vicki, these are so good, I forgot them and I'm not doing them all the time now. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, uh, I think it was at the meeting you and I were at that Joe had a reporter there and it just showed up. I forgot whether it was in, uh, uh, entrepreneur, uh, yep. uh, one of the magazines. Yep. There was a feature of genius network inside yep. secret. And, and this is so important. I mean, this is so powerful advice because if you're going to give a speech, you know, it's one thing for me to tell, you know, a media outlet, how brilliant I am. Yep. Um, not very credible, but if you can have in the back of the room, them okay. seeing the response from your audience in yep. that setting, Wow, that is so huge.
1: Because here's the thing that a lot of people forget, and that's the power of discovery. When someone discovers something about you, they own it. And even when conflicting evidence presents itself, they still own it because it's their experience. And they trust their experience more than they trust data and information. So if someone goes to your speech, and gets value from it even if it's their own idea but it's based on something that you said or something that you inspired you get credit for it in their minds so in their minds you're a thought leader even though you didn't have the thoughts in the first place to give to them this is why lesser people are so popular it's the inspiration that they give it's the thoughts other people have that they get credit for isn't yeah. that crazy?
0: You no, know, it really is. But you know what? I, I find over and over again that the world is pretty crazy. And <laughs> if I want to be successful, I can, you know, it's kind of I can shake my fist at the sun for getting a sunburn yeah. or I can put a hat on for you, know, a balding guy like me. And, exactly. you know, and it's the same. We might not like the way the media works, how yeah. thought leadership works. But boy, you know, we need to understand it so that we can take advantage of it. Exactly. So, so, so Vicky, you know, somebody's listening to us now. You know, we're we're we joined by you know about ten thousand friends here. They're listening yep. to us, and they're going. Okay, I could do this, and I go. Okay, I got. You know, I think I got the one thing, but I'll, I need to brainstorm that. I've got that. You got to have the fresh pair of eyes. I, I love the idea of getting out and you know, you know, creating some content. You know, presenting, packing the house, and really getting that. And then I go, oh, this sounds like a lot of work. And how do I stay doing it so you know, it's it's not a one and done type thing.
1: You know it's easier if you have a system it's easy because what happens is the system gets you on automatic pilot I tell clients this all the time I'm not going to add to your do list I'm going to change how you do your to-do list okay so the stuff that you would do anyway you're just doing it in a different way that has a bigger impact so you're still going to give the speech the question is Is that speech gonna get you more value or is it gonna be done in a vacuum? And that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do. And in fact, all of us do this in a way. We do things in a vacuum. It's that one and done thing that you were just talking about. So if we can just get a little systematic about it, just think, what are the top five people that I wanna talk to and then have your team schedule it. There's even technology solutions that'll schedule stuff for you. You use one. Do that. You're going to have, you're going to put forth the effort in the speech anyway. You're just doing different things to prepare for the speech.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so powerful to have, you know, those uh, thought leaders. I mean, one of the things I love doing, and this is why you and I are in uh, mastermind groups is, you know, really working with other thought leaders. I mean, you can, it, it's just the insights that they're bringing in and it allows you to kind of, you know, not only, you know, use theirs and obviously give them credit for that attribution, but it also helps influence yours and you can really Absolutely. leverage this a lot. You know, Vicki, let's, I'm going to change it just a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, thought leadership so powerful i want to encourage everybody to get systemic and it's repackaging as you know i call it repurposing you're already doing it you are a thought leader exactly. already but you haven't organized it And this is where working with the right person can really help you do that but you know stuff happens and <laughs> uh you know there is you know I don't know what we call it, um, bad news, I'm going to say. You know, negative thoughts that get out there. You know, in today's world of the internet, to get a troll just really beating up your company. You know, some negative press happens. And all of a sudden we find ourselves back on our heels. I mean, we're working really hard. We're really proud of what we're doing. We're making a difference. And then all of a sudden, like, what happened? You know, how, how do we go about kind of, you know, Regaining, you know, I mean, people judge you by how you get back up. How do you get back up?
1: Well, you know, that's, you know, it. I'm always a big fan of grace. Okay. If you can have grace and humility and authenticity, that solves a whole lot of bad buzz. You know, if you come out and if you've made a mistake, say, you know what, we here's where the wheels fell off. Many apologies, here's what we're gonna to do to make it right. This is important to us. You can disarm a lot of the trolls. So my first line of attack is disarm, to disarm them, okay? Don't fight them because they're looking for a fight. In fact, I was sitting next to a troll once in real life. You know, I was I was having a brunch with a, a family member and I found out this guy was a troll. And what I learned is he they do this for the entertainment value. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining to them. So what you do is you no longer make it entertainment and they will go away. I mean, it's easy. And you, another thing I've noticed is that people are looking to be right. They will argue with you and give you bad buzz because they wanna be right. Look for an area of agreement. That totally disarms people. Say, you know what, here's how I think you're right and go into that lead with being right and then say, here's where we diverge. Well, they can't argue with that, you know, because you've already made them right. So most of the time they'll go away. So there's a variety of ways to deal with the bad buzz, but I like grace on the ground, you know, be gracious, have some good humor about it, whatever you do, do not fight fire with fire because then you both look like idiots. Well,
0: it it escalates and gets out of control and we're in real trouble. I didn't try that once. Don't do that. That's bad. (laughs) That's bad. You know, Vicki, let's talk about resources that you have. Um, Sure. You know, one of the things, I mean, you know, you, you follow your own advice and uh, you've put together a bunch of resources. I want to go to your website and, and let people know i've got the website on for those who are uh following you on know, uh, the video podcast if you're on the audio remember you can always go to and i'll, I'll point to it aesnation.com we'll have the transcript of everything Vicky and i are talking about all the links and so on but vicki what's on your website and you know really resources for you know what we're talking about here of how to get really clear
1: Well, the first thing that I think, you know, again, as we talked at the beginning, is you need to get strategic. And in order to get strategic, you really want uh, to know how people, you know, what are the trends out there? What are the trends that are impacting differentiation? So if you go to my website, VickySullivan.com, and that's Vicky with an IE, Sullivan.com, right there on the homepage, you can get the top 10 trends that position you ahead of the crowd. These are the secret heads up that you can take advantage of when you're looking at how you position not only your thought leadership, but really differentiate anything kind of ahead of the crowd.
0: Yeah, I know. So, I, I love this, Vicki. I mean, give us a little bit, you know, flavor of the 10. Because, I mean, this is, this is so powerful. I, you know, I want to have... Influence. I mean I love the headline that you have. Let me put it back on the screen for a second. You know, go ahead and grow your influence, market your movement. And and you know, this is something we all want to do is we want to get our message out. We want to influence people so they can join our movement, our tribe, our community, you know, our customer base, and really make a difference. How do you see, you know, accelerating that? And I know the number one way to do it is just hit the link and download the full report. But give me one idea here that would really do it.
1: Well, Ed, I don't know if this is in the report or not, but I think it's a very important trend. And that is the bar has been raised. OK, we're now in a room of very talented people and everybody has got a great idea. I mean they just they've got great ideas. So if they've got great ideas, how do you set your great idea apart? And there's there's usually a variety of ways to do that, but I think the major thing you've got to understand is don't underestimate the talent in the room okay everyone has a great idea everyone has a backstory so don't lead with your story lead with a punchline that demonstrates the story and I'm going to give you an example uh, one of the books that I'm reading right now is um, Shonda Rhymes, you know a year of yes and she talks about the underlying theme of all of her television shows and it's this one idea, you are not alone. You are not alone. Now that in and of itself does two things. One, it identifies your strategic territory, okay? That's where people can point to and say, I want more of that, I feel that sometimes. And then number two, she di- the way she demonstrates that idea demonstrates her differentiation. So even if the message, you are not alone, is not unique in and of itself, it's not, okay? However, her stories bring you to that. So that's what makes her difference. That's what gives her stories power, is that underlying theme. So I say, in the land of the uh, the brilliant... Make sure you have a clear underlying theme. And a lot of entrepreneurs do not have that.
0: Yeah, I I always refer to it as kind of the golden thread. You know, it's throughout your whole presentation. It's just so powerful. Yeah. One of the things, Vicki, you do is you you are also a speaker in your own right. And you're out there. How, How do people who want to reach out and find you, how do they do that?
1: Well, I mean, you know, go to my website and go to contact us and send me an email. I'm, I'm more than happy to visit with anybody that uh, wants to expand and amplify their thought leadership. I'm happy to visit. I, you know, you know, a lot of people find me, and I, and you would think, I don't know how that happens. You know, I hang out at TED, I hang out at Joe's, and and you know, you and I were having lunch, and it was a great conversation, and then. That's kind of what happened, you know? So people find me. If you're out and about in the right places, and that's another thing an entrepreneur really has to take a look at, is where do you show up? That is a strategic decision in and of itself
0: yeah uh, it's it's so critical and i appreciate you for showing up today let me go over the last part you know kind of how, what i'm taking away i call it the key takeaways and you know looking at my notes one of the things i am a big believer in storytelling but i'm going to agree with you know, and the thought leadership, what Vicky's saying, storytelling is all out there. And, and what your audience wants is they want to understand really what's in it for them first. I mean, exactly. you know, what is it that you, you do that differentiates you, that number one thing first? And if that's aligned with them, then they want to know your stories. So are you the one to actually share this that the, you're going to learn from? And then one of the big things is tying this all together with a theme, as Vicky's saying, is you know so many people are all over the place and we overcomplicate and we overwhelm and we're in a time now that everybody's being overwhelmed consistently so if you can be strategic not only in how you're going to use thought leadership but the presentations whether they're you know speeches whether they're books whether they're white papers yep. you know whatever this is so critical And then I love the packing the house idea. I mean, this is whether bringing the media or maybe one of your top prospective clients, there's something your potential strategic partner, it's one thing for you to tell how great it is. If they can see you in a large room or in a very powerful position, a small CEO group making a presentation, you're going to increase so much more the credibility, so on and then. I know you're never going to have it. I'm going to hope to believe I never have it. But if we have bad buzz, you'll follow Vicki's advice. Uh, grace, it, it grace under pressure is just so powerful. Again, people judge you by how you get up and you react to this. Vicki, thank you for spending the time sharing all your insights. And remember, you go to AES Nation, you get the transcript, the links to everything we're talking about, including Vicki's site and your clients. They're counting on you to take these ideas, particularly the future ones, and execute. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthrough. AESNation.com